0: It is a well-known fact that there are Christians in churches that are reluctant to talk about Bible prophecy. They say it's too controversial or divisive or too complicated to understand. But it is God who puts prophecies in the Bible. And for that reason alone, Bible prophecy should be precious to us. In fact, there are several reasons we should embrace and appreciate Bible prophecy. That's our topic in this episode of Foreshadows Report. Welcome to Foreshadows Report, a podcast in which we learn how we can keep watch and find hope as we grow in our understanding of Bible prophecy. This is Steve Miller. In this episode and the next, we're going to look at 12 reasons that Bible prophecy should be precious to us. We'll look at the first five reasons in this episode and seven more in the next. The purpose of these episodes is to affirm that as Christians, We should have a high view of all of Scripture. That's because every word of the Bible was breathed by God Himself. It doesn't make sense for us to avoid or to have a lower view of certain parts of the Bible for any reason, whether it's the Old Testament or the prophetic portions of Scripture, including the book of Revelation. All of Scripture has great value to us, and in this episode and the next, we'll look at 12 wonderful reasons that Bible prophecy should be precious to us. For a variety of reasons, there are Christians who are reluctant to embrace Bible prophecy, and there are pastors and teachers who are not comfortable with teaching about prophecy. Among the reasons these people give for avoiding the subject they say is too sensational, too divisive, too complicated to understand. Yet often what they are really responding to is not Bible prophecy as it appears in the Bible. They are responding to the ways that in the past people have handled Bible prophecy carelessly or in a sensational manner. Or they're responding to the way that some Christians are contentious and hostile when they debate certain areas of disagreement, instead of talking about those disagreements in a gracious and peaceful manner. It's not God who made Bible prophecy sensational or divisive or confusing. It's people who are doing that. Now, while it's true that some prophetic passages are difficult to understand, that is true about many non-prophetic passages as well. We shouldn't let difficulty of understanding discourage us from studying certain passages. Instead, we should take that as an invitation to study as carefully and thoroughly as we can. All that to say, we need to be careful that we don't let the way people are mishandling Bible prophecy affect how we view those prophecies, rather than shy away from Bible prophecy or have a negative view of it. We should be drawn to it, and it should be precious to us. We should treasure Bible prophecies just as much as we treasure all the other parts of Scripture. So it's by way of encouragement that I'd like to share some reasons that Bible prophecies should be precious to us. We should embrace it, and we should be eager to understand it, and let it influence our thoughts and actions. With that in mind, let's look at why Bible prophecy should be precious to us. The first reason is because every prophecy in the Bible comes from God Himself. Second Peter one twenty one tells us that no prophecy was ever produced by the will of man, but men spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. Every word in Scripture comes from God, and that includes every prophecy. God has a purpose for everything that he has communicated to us in his word. This is information that he wants us to have. If it was important enough for him to communicate it to us, we should pay attention to it and treasure it, and that includes Bible prophecy. It is helpful to keep in mind that more than one-fourth of the Bible is prophetic in nature. There are more than 31,000 verses in the Bible and more than 8,300 of those verses are prophecies. The very fact that more than one-fourth of God's Word is prophetic in nature confirms that it is a very significant part of Scripture. It's a big part of what God has chosen to reveal to us. For us to shy away from Bible prophecies means shying away from a large portion of Scripture. Also, several hundred of those prophecies had to do with Christ's first and second coming. Because these prophecies are about Christ, they are about the most important theme in Scripture, which is Christ himself. This is a big reason that it doesn't make sense to view Bible prophecy in a lesser light than any other part of Scripture. The second reason Bible prophecy should be precious to us is because prophecy informs us about who God is and how he works. The very first prophecy God gave about Jesus Christ and the plan of salvation appears in Genesis 3.15. In this one prophecy alone, there is much we learn about God. After Adam and Eve fell into sin and became separated from God, God told the serpent, I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your offspring and her offspring. He shall bruise your head, and you shall bruise his heel. Right from the start, God made it clear that Satan would one day be defeated. The seed of the woman speaks about the virgin birth, about when Mary would give birth to Christ. This Christ would go to the cross on our behalf, to pay the penalty for our sin. At the cross, Satan bruised Jesus' heel. But three days later, Christ rose from the dead and conquered sin and death. In doing this, Christ bruised Satan's head. He dealt a fatal blow to the serpent. In this prophetic passage, we learn several things about God. One, He is sovereign. He has control even over Satan. Satan brought devastation and death into the world. But because God is all-powerful, and because he is in control over all things, he is able to overrule everything Satan does. The fact God was able to break the bondage of sin and death tells us that God is sovereign and powerful. He is the one who determines the final outcome of all things. In the prophecy in Genesis 3.15, we also see that God is gracious and merciful. As soon as sin entered the world, God made it clear He would send a Savior to rescue us. Through this Savior, He would make it possible for us to come back to Him. So from this prophecy, we learn how much God loves us. From Genesis 3.15 alone, we see that God is sovereign, gracious, merciful, and loving. As we read all the thousands of other prophecies in the Bible, there is much we can learn about God. We learn about His wisdom, His might, His faithfulness, His goodness, His justice, and more. The third reason Bible prophecies should be precious to us is because prophecy equips us and makes us complete. In 2 Timothy 3, verses 16 and 17 We read that all scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. Every scripture passage is profitable. Every passage trains us. Every part of God's word contributes toward making us complete and equipping us for every good work. It doesn't say all scripture except for Bible prophecy. Again, more than one-fourth of the Bible is made up of prophecies, and even these passages contribute to making us complete. When we study the Bible for the purpose of spiritual growth, we should be just as passionate about prophecy as we are about other parts of scripture. One key way that prophecy equips us is by protecting us from false teaching. In Matthew 24, verses 4 and 5, Jesus gave us this warning about the last days. See that no one leads you astray. Jesus then gave a lengthy message on what would happen during the end times. The reason Jesus gave this information to his disciples was so that they wouldn't be deceived. If we want to avoid being deceived about what will happen in the future, we need to be familiar with Bible prophecy. A fourth reason is because prophecy is a wonderful way to know more about Christ. There are hundreds of prophecies in the Bible about Christ's first coming and second coming. Imagine if these were not in the Bible. Through these prophecies, we learn about who Christ is. Some of these prophecies include the names of Christ, names that tell us very helpful information about him. These names include the Lamb of God, the Lion of Judah, Emmanuel, Almighty God, the Prince of Peace, Jesus, Faithful and True, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. All these names and more appear in prophecies about Him. Through these names we become more aware of who Jesus is. These names reveal His character to us, and through these names we learn more about the nature of our relationship with him. And there's more we can learn about Christ through Bible prophecies. We learn not only about his character, but about what he has done for us in the past and what he will do for us in the future. For example, Isaiah chapter 53 is filled with detail about the horrible death Christ would die on the cross for us. In reading this prophetic passage, we learn about the great sacrifice he was willing to make for us. Isaiah 53 paints a beautiful picture of his deep love for us. It speaks of the high price he was willing to pay to bring us back to himself. In John 14 verses 1-3 through is a prophecy that tells us how Christ is now in heaven preparing a place for us. In this passage, Jesus promised that someday he will rapture and resurrect all church-age believers to be with him in heaven. From this we learn about how much Christ cares for us, and how he longs for us to be with him. These are just two examples of what we learn about Christ through Bible prophecy. A fifth reason is because prophecy creates within us a deeper love and gratitude for Christ. In the prophecies that tell us about Christ's first and second coming. There is a lot we learn about why he came to earth, died on the cross, rose again, how he intercedes for us and ministers to us today, and what he will do for us in the future. As we see all that Christ has done and will do on our behalf, we cannot help but be stirred toward a deeper love for him and a greater appreciation for him. Remember when the angels appeared to the shepherds in Bethlehem and announced Christ's birth? After the shepherds saw the baby Jesus, they glorified and praised God for all they had heard and seen. They knew who this baby was and what it meant for them. The reaction is one of love and gratitude. Remember Mary's reaction when she visited Elizabeth? And Elizabeth said, Why is this granted to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? In response, Mary gave a beautiful song of praise, which we find in Luke chapter 1. In this song, Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for He has looked on the humble estate of His servant. The entire song is an expression of love and gratitude. She understood the significance of the child within her, and what it meant to her and many others. Remember when Joseph and Mary took the baby Jesus to the temple to present him to the Lord, and they met Simeon? Luke 2.26 tells us it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. When Simeon saw the baby Jesus, he praised God and said, Lord, now you are letting your servant depart in peace according to your word, for my eyes have seen your salvation that you have prepared in the presence of all peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentile and for glory to your people Israel. These were words of love and gratitude. Simeon understood the significance of this child. All of these expressions of praise and love and gratitude happened while Jesus was still in Mary's womb and right after he was born. The shepherds and Mary and Simeon were all responding to God's wonderful promises of a Savior and what that Savior would do for us. These three responses that we've looked at are just the tip of the iceberg. These expressions of love and gratitude took place at the time of Christ's birth. We who are alive today have the benefit of looking back and seeing all, that Christ did for us. All through the New Testament, there are many additional prophecies and promises about what Christ is doing for us today and will do for us in the future. All of this should stir within us a deeper love and gratitude for Him. So up to this point, we've looked at five reasons Bible prophecies should be precious to us. Because every prophecy in the Bible comes from God Himself. Because prophecy informs us about who God is and how he works. Because prophecy equips us and makes us complete. Because prophecy helps us to know more about Christ. And because prophecy creates within us a deeper love and gratitude for Christ. In these five reasons, we can easily see the great value Bible prophecy has for us and why we should have a high view of prophecy. Be sure to join us for the next episode as we look at 7 more reasons. My hope is that you've been blessed by this episode of Foreshadows Report. While our theme is why Bible prophecy should be precious to us, I believe that these 12 reasons can encourage us to recognize just how much all the different parts of God's Word are beneficial to us and make us more eager to dig in and minus riches. The Bible is a treasure that cannot be exhausted and all of it should be dear to our hearts. Looking ahead, we're going to have some future episodes in which we look at the latest developments going on in today's world and how they dovetail with Bible prophecy. These episodes will complement many of the topics covered in my book, Foreshadowed, which looks at 12 major clues that we are nearer to Christ's return than ever. If you haven't read the book and you'd like to learn more about how we can see God preparing the stage for the end time, you can find out more by going to my website, stevemillerresources.com The book can be purchased from christianbook.com, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and other major retail channels. In closing, I want to express my appreciation for Harvest House Publishers, which has made this podcast possible. And thank you for listening.